previously on the Hired Swords. In the distance, mere, a mere hour's walk away from you, that is where this creeping dark mist begins. And so you sit, eating, laughing, joking about not having tasted bark, and, oh, I've tasted berries, laughing at Kriggs as he gets as much water on his clothes as he does in his mouth. And just, just a short distance away, there is your destination, it seems. This might be the last lighthearted break along the trail that the hired swords would see for a while. You don't know that yet, but it's looming just a little ways walk away from you. You're listening to The Hired Swords, a D&D podcast that's apparently out of lighthearted moments. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Hired Swords. I am your Dungeon Master, Michael, and joining me today is blaze he is suffering of again hello of again also I, i'm still sick have. it's the I, same night hi <laughs> same night yes don't ruin the immersion he's been sick for a whole week a whole week pray for him send thoughts and <laughs> prayers uh and chicken noodle uh, soup and chicken noodle soup and starbucks uh <laughs> gwen is played by ash that is correct mike yeah Speaking of Mike, Mikey is here. He is Joxer. Hi. Um, I was yelled at for my energy the last round. Not really, but I am bringing a little bit more for my entrance. That was good. That was better. I appreciate it. <laughs> Next time, though, maybe down a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. Derek plays the voice of Davin Mindstrider. Hi. See, try to match that energy, <laughs> wow. Joxer. Next time. Try to match Derek. I've, I've always spot on with my energy. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I just, I just don't get it. Like I'm, He's an I'm just, whore. I'm just not. I don't, I don't have that. I don't have it. You know, you know, you know what it is. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Some people are it. Some people are like the the afternoon drive rock and roll radio guy, and some people are the like we're gonna talk about house plants radio guy. Yeah, Delilah. You're just, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're just uh, the house plants guy. Jocks oh my Delilah. gosh. I don't I don't even <laughs> think I have a house plant a memory. <laughs> Everybody knows Delilah, so it seems to be working. That is Delilah. I don't, but that's okay. Well you need to oh, listen to some you need to listen to some more radio, buddy. Why why do you gotta lie about that? Why do you gotta yeah, lie? seriously. Why do you have to lie to make friends, please? Well, oh, anyway, you're, you're going to de de dedicate this episode uh, to uh, to who and why and how much do you love them? <laughs> yeah, I dedicate. I just want to play D and D, guys. <laughs> okay. He's tired and sick. It's almost midnight. All right, so we are when we left off our last session. You guys kind of came back together after your crazy night of dreams, after killing this crazy plant creature in the bottom of this cavern forward operating base. You then had your crazy nights of dreams and nightmares, and then you gained a little more power, you feel a little more capable, crawled your way out of the cave and into the forest of the wilds again, where after, of course, taking a full water skin of the uh, fountain water, the fountain that at least is that of healing, we there is assumptions and possibilities that it could do even more than that. And so nobody's willing to test that part out on their own. So we're going to have to see if that comes up. But you are now walking through the forest, heading north. Some very good skill checks to find your way north and to keep going north. And we ended the last session, you guys taking a little lunch break, sitting along the side of the road, eating some food that had been conjured up by the wand of Create Food and Water. Davin made some fried chicken that Joxer made taste like berries. And you're just kind of sitting and hanging out. And 
not too far away from you. We just we kind of learned as we zoomed out from the scene of them sitting around the the camp uh, not campsite, but sitting near the road eating. We zoom out to see that they are not very far from where this mist begins, and it seems like that is the only direction. That is where they will end up heading north. So, uh, as you sit, what, how do you wrap up your little lunch time as the sun is very high in the sky? Uh, and you do see a bit of cloudiness kind of starting to creep in uh, as you sit there. The, the sun is high, but it is a little chilly as the autumn, it is autumn in this uh, time of, of, uh, of the world here in the time of the calendar. So uh, what are you guys doing as you finish up this little lunch break? After Gwendolyn has taken a few bites, this thank you. This does taste like berries, but I, I it still feels wrong. I, I, I definitely can't wrap my my head around a berry flavored chicken. But well, it, you can think of it this way: it's not meat. It wasn't anything a second ago. That's. That's fair. That this is we're eating flavored nothing. Yeah, that's a way to think of it. I, I, I guess. And she finishes up her drumstick. <laughs> I I think I'd rather not think about it too much because it's a little weird now. I honestly, I mean, really, every time you use that wand, it gets a little weird, doesn't it? Yeah, it, yeah, I would say so. But I mean, we gotta eat. <laughs> um, last time we had a we had a a session where we uh, we were blasting it and it got all over the place. So I come again. What the Davin was uh, making target practice. Oh, of, that's uh, okay. <laughs> yes, I remember. All right, so we probably head out then, right? Yeah, get, yeah. Get back to our uh, walk. Uh, I I marked this tree right here, so it should be that way. Right, right, right quick, uh, quigs, crigs, quigs, yes, quigs, <laughs> quigs, <laughs> quigs, please, quigs. Do you know the way? <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, all right. back on the road we go. On the road again. All right, so you guys t- continue to head northward. Davin's and... going to confidently lead from the back. Awesome confidently so as you guys head north (laughs) i just got that you are again you're walking with no trail you're just kind of going through the trees and uh, you're just you know we're bobbing and weaving not a road bobbing and weaving through the trees stepping over bushes it travels pretty slow and i need somebody to roll a d20 for me all right confident leader i did say as the leader it is you that makes sense to me too man i am the king of sixes um plus what is this survival uh no it's just a straight roll oh then it's just a straight six a straight six so you yeah so you um continue traveling the the clouds start to kind of cover overhead cover the the sun and it's starting to get cool very cool and you kind of feel the shiver and you just continue walking for a couple hours and after a couple hours have passed, everyone make perception checks. Oh, well, now I got to oh. roll, I guess. But my dad's up. Hey. Oh, that's a natty one. That's a 19 plus one. 15 for Devin. You said perception? I did. You like, you like how I ask every time? I do. Bup, 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 bup. Nine plus nine, 18. Oh, I nice. Know. But it's plus nine. Perception's good. <laughs> It is good. Why do you not want... I don't think you have a bad stat, do you? Oh, I do. Oh, okay. Uh, it's charisma and strength, where I have negative two. Well, that's good to know. Uh, so... <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, it's not. So you... <laughs> no, don't know it. Stop knowing that. Uh, so you... Uh, you notice that the it is darker where you're walking, and it, it's... It's like the... It's like you realize you're in... You're in the fog a little bit, and it's not real dim or not real thick fog, real dense, I guess, but it's enough and it's dark enough fog that you are the the sun is just kind of this like it's almost like a a candle light in the sky it's 
it's there. You can see it, but you could look directly at it. There's enough of this fog that it doesn't hurt your eyes to look directly at the sun. It's like you're wearing sunglasses, you know, very thick ones looking upward at least. And the the ones with the high rolls, bla- or, yeah, Blaze or Kriggs, uh, especially. No, it wasn't Kriggs. It was, it was Joxer. That's right. You both I said rolled so low. Time. I'm not listening to you at this point. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, don't even hear. Here. Bye. Have a, enjoy getting your snack. And so, uh, you can see, Joxer, that there is the swirling above of this darker mist even. It's above what you're walking through, but it's there. Does, does this feel very similar to what I saw with uh, spiders being taken? Make an insight check. Oh, come on. I'm asking you. You don't have to make me roll again. Whoa, that we are is... rolling. That's what the game's oh, about. The oh, dice, oh. baby. Sorry, that, that jumped out of my skull. Oh, That's I know, man. Sometimes I get mad and I jump out of my skull, five, too. So 23. <laughs> 23. <laughs> Sorry. 23. Late night jokes. Late night dad jokes from Michael. Yes, I know. You have a skull dice tower, and it's incredible. But you've shown it on the Discord. Hey, everybody, join our Discord. And so you, uh, you definitely, definitely get that same feeling in the pit of your stomach, that same gross just emptiness in the pit of your stomach that you did when you saw that black mist pull that spider away. It seems like you are walking into that right now. Kriggs, you remember when I talked about the spider disappearing? I rolled a natural one. I don't remember anything. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I remember back at the, the camp, the camp we found. It's here, not the spider, the, the darkness. We need, we need to just stay close to each other what do you want to link arms and keep walking i mean you know what on honestly it's a it's not a bad idea <laughs> uh <laughs> we'll just yellow brick road. keep an eye out um i'll do my best to keep an eye forward and we have davin so confidently leading from behind i i think we're fine <laughs> davin not hearing this conversation at all says gwen i'll raise you to that rock up there Ready? Go! And he goes what, running forward. What, what rock? The big and one! Is it... I was trying to think of daylight savings. <laughs> <laughs> is it... I can't think of a joke. Um, <laughs> Let me start over. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't even see the rock. Why is it getting so dark out? Devin and stops halfway f- through. Fine, never mind. I would have lost anyway. This fog, like, is it like, this is going to sound weird how I'm going to describe it. Is it like airy fog, like, I could dip my hand in, like, no, around it, me? It, it, it's, it's like, it's just dark. You know dark. how, like, when you're driving in fog or when you're walking somewhere, you don't know you're in the fog. You just see it in the distance. Oh, but I see, near I see, you, I see, I see, I But, like, right near you, it's not, it's not like you're in it, you know? But then you look at the distance, and it's your your visibility is very short. You can't see very far. Uh, That's so, so I, profound. I could see this rock that Davin is running to. Yeah, you could <laughs> probably see it, it. You know, I don't. I don't remember what your role was with. I still don't run to it. It was eighteen. Oh yeah, you definitely could see it there. Devin, Devin, stop! Just let's let's all stay together. <laughs> all right. Frank, I did see that rock, and I decided not to run. Prank. You're getting quite good at these pranks, Gwen. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I just love the fact that she says prank every time. I know, I was going to say prank. <laughs> the prank. best part of a prank is when you call out prank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, prank. I'll get back to the back like I, where I belong, I suppose. How much farther we got to go? What does your map say? Uh, I mean, um, is there anything on the map? Well, well, you saw the map. There's something on the map. We're well, not on the map. We're on we're, the world. I mean, we're walking. We've, there's definitely something on the map. We're not just walking to nothing. I mean, come on. It's uh, uh, north. All right. That's all right. The, so I saw <laughs> darkness before we went into the tunnel. After we those those spiders that kind of. Flickered the flickering spiders, and and one of them I 
I swear, got consumed by darkness. I I just think that we all need to stay close. Just okay. We- Maybe it was just f- foggy that night. I like it is over there. And I point towards the fog. Um, Davin, Davin has like a one little piece of this drumstick left that he had just been carrying and, and nibbling on. And I'm just going to chuck it into the forest to the left. So is that fog hungry? Make a, make a strength check. Oh Please boy, this will be good. Just a regular strength check? See how far you throw it. Please be. Oh, I was one. like, why so, does he need to make a strength check against fog? He obviously wins. <laughs> I only rolled a seven, so uh, but Strong when fog. I when I add the minus one to it, that's six. When you add the minus one to it, yeah. So uh, drumstick goes three feet forward and pings <laughs> me on the back of the head. It literally yeah. goes behind him. He doesn't even throw it forward. <laughs> you do throw it, and when you do, it boom bounces off a tree nearby and uh, lands at your feet in front of you, and. Uh, you, it doesn't really have any... You don't learn anything from this action. Davin stops and he looks down at it and he looks at the group and he looks down I, at it and he says... Well, I point at him and I say, ha ha, prank! And I, I <laughs> wink at Gwen. Uh, I shake my head at him. He, that's not a prank. He obviously is just b- bad at throwing. Hey, now. Then I, I whisper, throw really well if hey, I want to. We don't want to shame him for his throwing deficiencies. Uh, I'm oh. gonna walk over. And I'm gonna pick up the. I'm gonna pick up the chicken bone and I'm gonna chunk it. I'm In the gonna background, chunk that little bone. While Craig's is doing that, you just hear Gwen go, "Ha ha ha ha, prank!" <laughs> just <laughs> and she winks um, at Craig's. I am so confused now. <laughs> uh, Me too. <laughs> I'm gonna chunk that chicken bone into that fog. <laughs> is what I'm gonna do. All right, your uh, your strength's pretty high. Like. Right, I'm on assume it's pretty high, yeah. Uh, and I rolled. I said, "What? Did you say I'm going to assume it's pretty high?" Yeah. Instead of looking at your character sheet, to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that again. <laughs> let's just let's just roll like we're. It's probably pretty high. I imagine. Yeah, it probably is. I rolled a dirty twenty. Oh yeah, so uh, yeah, you ch- you chunk the thing and it flies past. It does bounce off a tree in the distance and into the fog, and it it disappears, but. It's small. You threw it a long way and into some fog. There is nothing to tell you that this fog consumed this any more than what you would imagine any kind of, you know, foggy or cloudy substance would obscure your sight of something that you tossed that far away. Maybe I put a little bit too much mustard on that. Devin is doing like a throwing motion with his hand. He's like, I don't understand. I was doing the exact same thing as you. Like, how come yours went so much further than mine? It's all in the elbow. I don't know why I just turned into John Marston all of a sudden. <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, when, when did you become this character? When did Kriggs, <laughs> when, since when was Kriggs from Texas? Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I don't assume based on that. It, it seems pretty much like typical fog, I'm, I'm guessing. So, well, the way I see it, we handled we handled the creatures from the darkness before. We handled the creatures from the fog, the, the spiders. They were, uh, if memory serves, weak as heck. So, uh, let's just stay close together. And as long as we, you know, travel lightly, maybe we can, uh, you know, find a way through this without too much distress. Yes, that's that's all I'm saying. Is just stay close. Don't don't veer and. And if, if anything, I don't know, seems off, we, we need to make sure that we, we talk to each other. It's, communication is key here. I appreciate you sharing your feelings. Are we ready to continue? <laughs> I'm, I, I wasn't ready to stop. I guess I started yeah. it. I threw, I threw the thing first. Right. Is, so. it, is it getting dark? Dark enough? Like. It's not like nighttime. Like you can see where the sun is, and it's still, you know, just a couple hours into the afternoon. But it's, but I mean, it is dimmer here. Like a, it's like a real cloudy day, even though the sun is shining brightly above this fog. That's do, do I feel like line. we would benefit from having a light source? Uh, it definitely. Yeah, you've got limited visibility, so you would probably think maybe the lights would help. Possibly. Um. Uh, who, who's, uh, who, who wants to take the lead? I can, I can walk up front, but, um, 
I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm comfortable. Give me a, give me a sword or your 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 hammer for you, and I'll I'll touch it, and then a a bright light will uh, emanate for twenty feet uh, as light will appear. Something something I picked up. Couldn't have picked a heavier object. Uh, That's fine. Uh, and I'm gonna, it, I mean, you don't have to hold it in front of you. It's 20 feet. I mean, it, it's a lot of space. You can, As long as it's right. on you. That also would have been nice when we were going underwater, but uh, whatever. You know what? I, I, I was reading the book that I had, and oddly enough, it was something that was in there. I, I didn't oh. see it before. Fair. Fair enough. Forward, forward we go. All right. You continue forward. And as such, it does get thicker. And this mist gun becomes uh, extremely noticeable, where no check is necessary to realize that you are walking in this thick fog. And it gets to the point where you don't see trees until they're, you're about to hit them. And the light even seems to just be almost like reflecting off the, the droplets or whatever of, the, the, of mist, the vapor of mist that's around you. It's kind of reflecting off, almost making it even harder to see, like putting a wall of light in front of you where you have now our carry, where, wherever Kriggs is walking with that hammer. And it's just, it's just tough. It's slow going. You're moving slowly and you're struggling. Somebody roll a d20 for me. Uh, who wants to be the big bad this time? Straight d20. I'll do it. Put. Has an 18. Ooh. All right. So as you continue to walk through this, it is it's maintains kind of this level of thickness uh that it that it's at. And uh How many Cs? Uh it's it's actually four Qs. T H I Q Q Q Q. Interesting. It's thick thick fog. <laughs> and <laughs> so you're uh so you're going through your thick fog and carrying this light, and everyone roll D100 for me. Whoa. Oh, oh, come on. That All doesn't right. exist. Where are we at? Why you got to do me like this? Wow. Fun times. Let's play Dungeons and Dragons. Yay. I have my answer. 80. 80. Uh, 48. Hang on. It's a 26. 52. We rolled okay. even numbers up and down. <laughs> so, Joxer, you rolled a 36? 26. 26. I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Ooh. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. That's not a d20 at all. That's a not. Okay. Roll D hundred. Get him. No, that's gone. It's gone. Play lies. Play lies. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to wait twenty seconds, I can. No, I gotta lift a couch. Nah. Oh, go. hard okay. pass on that. <laughs> when it lies under the couch. Oh no! Can I play Uh-oh. the other one. Uh, charisma. <laughs> I say yes. <laughs> uh, so that's a that's a seven. A seven. All right. So if that suddenly, one with the couch was a hard twenty, I'm gonna be so mad. I know, right? I'm yeah, curious now. I'm I'm gonna look, but I'm not changing my role. That's what I rolled. Go check. Go check. Go check. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually curious. I don't care at all. <laughs> well, you know what, Derek? This is a podcast where we check rolls. Okay. <laughs> I work at a casino. I I see dice all the time. I don't care about the outcome. <laughs> Where it lied was a 17 plus 2. Ooh. Oh, that would have been better. Well. <laughs> that would have been better than 7. <laughs> yeah, would have been. For those who don't know that. 12 better, in fact. Yeah. So <laughs> you math are walking in this thick, thick fog, and you are struggling to see more than as an arm's length in front of you, you know? And then suddenly, Joxer, there is this face, and it stops you in your tracks, right in front of you, glowing golden eyes. This, it looks like a lion kind of snout. It opens its mouth, and it has fangs that just drip. It looks like drip with 
dark red crimson blood and it opens its mouth to and it's 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 moving its mouth directly toward your face like it's just going to take a big bite out of your face you now are incapacitated where you stand you cannot what? you cannot move and you just scream begin screaming in fear as you see this creature coming after you and everyone else you see joxer you realize joxer stopped and then just starts screaming and he's just screaming into the fog in front of him and nothing there is nothing there and he's just screaming and screaming and screaming and joxer make another charisma saving throw after about a good 30 seconds 40 seconds of this screaming uh when he starts screaming like that when he starts screaming like that i'm gonna cast mage armor on myself okay uh so that's way better that'll be a 19 okay as he's standing there screaming and screaming what do you guys do besides cast mage armor classic try to find him i try to turn around because yeah you turn around and you could follow the sound and get to him pretty quickly i was Uh, behind him so i would have rushed up yeah I go up to him and just, what's happening? And I try to, like, grab his shoulders from the sides. I've arms. pulled my hammer and shield off, and I'm I'm holding my shield in front of me, but also holding my hammer out as it was the source of light. And I'm kind of just like, I have my back to Joxer, but I'm swinging it, my hammer, holding it out, and moving it side to side and trying to, like, illuminate and try to find whatever is out there. Cause yeah, so... So you're looking back and forth, and the light, like I said earlier, the light just seems to almost cause this obstruction uh, as you hold it in front of you because it's just reflecting off of so many different bits of this this wispy fog and mist uh, as the light hits it, and so it, it's hard to it's hard to see. Uh, Gwen, you put your shoulders on Joxer. Joxer shrugs you off as he as he's just terrified. And uh, Davin, you approach as well. You see Craig looking like he's trying to figure out uh, what might be coming, what's happening. Uh, you do see this like beacon in the fog. So it's like the, the, the fog or the light itself doesn't necessarily help Craig see, but it helps you see where he is, uh, in, in fact. And so, but then Joxer, just as Gwyn finally steps back from you because you're, you're shrugging her off, uh, this creature just darts, like its face just darts towards yours. And it bites down, and nothing happens, and you, and you snap back to yourself, and it's just Joxer again. You're fine. That wasn't real. Nothing happened. And here you are. What just happened? What's the matter? Something's playing tricks on me. I can't. What kind of tricks make you scream like that? Yeah. A beast. Oh essentially went to bite off my head a large I don't know just a large gaping mouth what are you talking about there's nothing here I realize that now I move his head sideways so I can look at his neck there's no bite you're okay yeah give me a second Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out I'm gonna pull out spell slots and um and essentially, uh, uh, walk up, uh, Griggs, come here. I and approach kind of cautiously. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rely on you. Is that okay? That's fine with me. And uh, I'm gonna put my like arm on his shoulder, and then I'm gonna try to use spell slots for his his blind sight. So I'm gonna close my eyes and kind of channel that that understanding so that I don't, I don't need to see anything. I just need to understand what's in the, the, the 30 foot vision that's, that's there. Okay. And I'm going to basically kind of try to guide us forward, knowing that, that that was something that I could not handle. Okay. And uh, if, if you continue forward, I can, I can make sure that we're not, we're not running into anything. and. If if anybody if anybody else sees what I did, just just close your eyes. It, and if if I don't say there's something there, then then there's nothing there. 
Okay. I, I'll leave. That's fine. Um, just tell me what you need. Continue on, and um, I'll if there's anything that is there that you can't see, I'll I'll tell you. If if anybody fears anything, then I'll be able to at least say that nothing is there. Okay. And with that, I will. <clears throat> um, I'll keep walking forward. Okay, so you guys continue going forward, and the distant, faded sun begins to set on your west, and before until it is finally, you, it finally just heads down behind the trees to where you are in the darkest night, the darkest night you can imagine, Craig's. You especially. You get a tremor, a chill, as you remember this feeling of the feeling at the goblin village fighting in this darkness, fighting these shadows in a darkness just like this. The chill that you felt in the air is here again. And it is now full nighttime. Visibility is half of what it was with the fog. You literally can see to your, if you put your hands right in front of you, you could see just past your elbow and it is nothing you're basically feeling around blindly except for the blind sight that joxer is able to use to help so you're literally having to just trust him to to help you know where to go joxer make a survival check as you try to navigate in this way also by now i would have definitely taken uh, taken a rope out of my pouch and basically asked everyone to make a, a knot hole in it and to not tie themselves off completely. So if they fell or something, it would pull them down, but I want them to, to, to have that. So we know we're all together. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm going to use a luck die. Cause that wasn't as high as I wanted it. Um, and so that is much better. So that'll be a 17 total. Cool. So you're able to kind of, guide the party single file around trees around thorn bushes things like that until it starts to be so dark uh, i mean it's like it is barely able to see your hands in front of your face dark as any inkling of sunshine sunlight that was in the sky is gone the moon seems to not exist up there uh, not that it doesn't exist but it's just no nowhere in sight right now at least uh, and it's full on nighttime. Do you guys want to continue or are you going to consider trying to find a way to settle in in the midst of all this? Is is anybody tired? I mean, I'm tired in the fact that I've, we've been walking for a long time. I don't know. It's it's dark. It's really dark. I, I feel we should s settle down, but I d d don't know if I want to settle down here among all this darkness uh, it, it doesn't f feel right I, and i don't want jockster to get fake bit again i i'm not looking at anything i i i won't but i don't know how far this goes and i don't i don't know if we we'd be safe enough to settle down what oh, we're in a difficult situation here then Kriggs, what what do you think? I don't like it here, but I don't see too many choices. We can camp, stick close, light what of a what a, kind of a fire that we can, and maybe the fog will clear by morning. But whatever is out there, if it if it can see us, we definitely can't see it. I. I mean, I'm not any sort of a specialist on this, but this seems extra dark, extra foggy, like abnormally so. Like, I don't think I've ever seen it like this before. It makes me think <laughs> that maybe there's something more than just Have you bad experienced weather. magical darkness before? You, you have a way with the arcane. Is this, are we dealing with something beyond nature? Can I make a check to see if I can figure out if there's any sort of magic involved? Yeah, make an Arcana check. This is going to be good. No, it's not. Nine. 
All right. It's the weakest. You. What kind of magic man are you? I have not rolled <laughs> double digits in the past two games. Yikes. You don't know <laughs> if this is what magical darkness is like. Definitely heard of magical darkness, but you've never experienced it. Or if you have, you don't remember. So here's the thing. Like, I know magic, but I never really experienced anything outside of my own magic before really meeting you guys. There's very little before that. So I've heard of magical darkness before, but I I don't know it any more than you do. I suppose that's fair. Joxer, you, you're the only one that's seen anything out here. Do you think we should camp here for the night? I'm gonna let I'm gonna leave this call call for you. I know that if we camp here, then spell slots and I can watch over for the night. I haven't I haven't felt tired or I don't I don't understand that feeling. I could, I could, I could wait it out. If, but I don't think anybody is safer here than moving on. So, what's your decision? Do do any of you feel feel tired enough to sleep? I will watch over. If 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 you don't feel tired, I I will continue leading us. Well, we haven't stopped for dinner. I think we can stop. We can eat. And we could sleep, and we could try and hope that it's in, better in the morning. That's fair. And honestly, I might be new to this nature thing, but I do know the sun has a way with fog and, and cheering through. If this is something that is magical, that may not help. But if this is natural, we might be best hunkering for the night and waiting for the sunlight. Okay. Um I, I can get us a f- fire starting. I've been watching D- Davin do it. I-, I-, I learned a new spell. It's not really a spell. Um, <laughs> I do produce flames in my hands. Look, I, I call it produce flim. I-, I don't know why not flame, but that's what the books were saying. Oh, it's what I've been doing other... all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. That's got to be How one of those does... weird languages. That's what I figure. It's celestial. (laughs) (laughs) She blames it on. Slop. Slop. I slop you guys. Slop. (laughs) Slop you so much. Phlegm. Hello, friends. Man, I'm so thankful you guys listen to our podcast. It's so cool to see that you guys are enjoying what we do here because we sure do have a good time. But if you have not decided yet or haven't found us on Twitter or Facebook, I just want to invite you to do that at The Hired Swords. Uh, We do things like giveaways, stuff like that. You could ask Oliver the Kid on Twitter. He won our most recent giveaway. He won some super cool dice and a dice vault and some stuff like that. So we do stuff like that on there, plus just chat, have fun, and and, talk to the people who like our show and like other kinds of Dungeons and Dragons and TTRPG things you also if you want to talk with just those that enjoy our show especially you can follow the pinned tweet on twitter and that's going to lead you to our discord server where you can join us for all kinds of different conversations we talk about tubes we talk about pets we talk about sports kind of we talk about different all kinds of role-playing game things so yeah i recommend you check that out as well you'll love it it's pretty interesting also i just want to tell you briefly about uh, the software we use to record our podcast. It's called Zencaster. And Zencaster is really awesome. It's been really useful for us and really helpful. What it does is it records professional quality audio and video right into your browser and allows the host to download those files once you finish recording them so that they can edit them together. It records it all in one place uh, and doesn't require recording over the internet, therefore taking away any kind of noticeable lag or latency and stuff like that. It works really well for us. We've used it for a while. You can just sign up at zen.ai slash the hired swords. That's zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash the hired swords. You get a 14-day free trial of a pro account. Then if you decide to sign up after that, you will help our podcast out a little bit and get 30% off. So Thank you so much for listening. Again, go check out that Zencaster link. That's zen.ai slash the hired swords and follow us on all of the places. Enjoy the rest of the show. Bye.
4,000 years after a calamity known as the Big Oops. Planet Arcana's story unfolds. A world of humans and androids. Neon metropolises, sunken cities, phenomenal parties, paranormal oddities, and a pantheon of major arcana. Featuring revolutionary science, science spectacular magic, catastrophic world events, intimate personal affairs, fanaticism, hedonism, corruption, identity, mystery, history, rejuvenation, rebirth, a world a world of intrigue and crime. A world where no answer is ever straightforward. What really happened at Risco Tech Casino? Who's been stealing android organs and why? why? When will my past catch up with me? Planet Arcana. An audio fiction built through a D&D 5e framework. Homebrewed by two DMs and overflowing with original music, retrofuturistic vibes, and three fools on a simple quest to find a key and open a box. Um, um, dinner's yeah. going to be a little better because we used the wand earlier so I guess it's a uh, trail mix for dinner that, that sounds perfect honestly it's something that actually has a natural flavor I uh I welcome it how far does the light go with um when I produce flame in my hand in this uh, so called a fog it, half of whatever the spell would say it does so we're looking at five feet instead of ten. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. Real good. We'll all huddle up. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I might be able to add a little bit to that. Uh, let me add. Uh, I'll uh, use light on uh, something nearby us and kind of put it in the center next to the fire. Okay, that's got ten feet of light. Then I try to find uh, yeah, some so. sticks by my feet just to make like a little little campfire. And try yeah. not to harm the grass, but I- I'm s- sorry, plant friends, and I light a fire. Can we find enough wood nearby that's without having to wander off? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's stuff all over. You're you're kind of you're kind of surrounded by trees and that sort of thing. So, in low hanging trees and uh, do know, they low look? Uh, trees, I are guess. they are they kind of dead ish, or are they all just kind of thriving trees? They seem to be pretty normal from what you can tell. Again, you can't see up in up to the leaves of them very well because they're the the, the mist of the fog just kind of prevents that. So, uh the, they seem to be actually the trunks of them bigger than what you had been experiencing a little bit, but uh yeah, besides that, they just seem like normal trees. Great. I get a little kindling going. And try to kick more sticks nearby to it while I have more of them sticks. these flames in the palms of my hands. And I'll uh, just set up camp. <laughs> okay. You're going to start to get, get camp going and start getting things set up. It's very difficult. It takes you twice as long to do anything you're trying to do. Just because it's hard to see. It's hard to move around. You kind of bump into each other on accident, not realizing each other's going to be there. And uh, it's very very frustrating and, and kind of annoying to try to function in this fog. And uh, yeah, then you're able to kind of settle down. Are you guys just going to, how's that going to look with settling in for the evening? Uh, I would like to take a little time while I eat my trail mix and take out the, um, the emblem that I have, the, the buckle sized uh, thing with the lightning shape on it. And I just want to kind of study it and see if I can learn anything from it by spending some time with it. Okay, cool. Uh, so you're look have to look real close at it, like a guy who forgot his glasses. But you can look at it real close and make a make either a let's see, what would this be? Definitely Arcana or Religion check, either one. Okay, we'll make it Arcana because that's way better. Hey, natural twenty plus four. Nice. Well, the. The symbol on it, you remember, is you you talk to Kriggs and it's it's a god of lightning, and this is the one that has that the kind of dirty you know marking on it that you couldn't wipe off. I mean, wiped off, but then it would just be there again. And as you kind of look at it and think about it, you you get this hint this idea or this thought that 
maybe you're not sure, but maybe this has some sort of power of some kind, but it has been tarnished in some way. And, and it being tarnished is diminishing its power. And you don't know for sure how to remove this tarnish because this physically wiping it off just isn't working. So, but you're, but you, you get a sense that this, this might have some sort of ability or even if not ability on its own, it may give someone an ability if it weren't tarnished. I don't, any of you guys know how to, this thing's dirty and I can't undirty it. It's got to be some sort of a weird magic thing or a curse or something. I mean, I can't figure out why. Otherwise, the dirt just comes back on. Does anybody have anything that could help? Well, or know anything about it? I mean, I don't know how to clean it, but if it is cursed, I might be able to do something. You don't have a handkerchief? I've tried. I've even tried using magic, just like press the digitation. It doesn't work. So I don't know what it does, but uh, I mean, Joxer, if you think it'll, it'll work, if you don't mind. Uh, not, not at all. I, let me, uh, let me see it. I'll hand and, it over. Um, I'll use uh, remove curse at fourth level. Okay. So yeah, is that a regular spell or a? Yeah, so one action, touch, verbal somatic, oh. instantaneous, uh, after I touch a uh, curse, and this is in the way. Um, oh, come on. This has disappeared. Everything has gone awry. Spells. Um, remove curse, touch, uh, uh, affecting one creature or object. Uh, all curses affecting one creature or object ends. If the object is a cursed magic item, its curse remains, but the spell breaks its owner attunement to the object. Okay, so, yeah, so the the uh, object itself, the, the like belt buckle-sized little emblem, as he casts Remove Curse, it doesn't seem like anything happens right off the bat. Just the spell was cast... Okay. Well, I appreciate you trying. It doesn't look any different to me, though. Uh, it, I'm, I guess it wasn't kind of a normal curse. I, I'm unsure. Hmm. Quine, what do you know about this sort of thing? What do I know about this sort of thing? <laughs> Make an intelligence check. Okay. Just straight intelligence check. Uh, 14 plus 2. 16. Wipe it off. Okay. Uh, let me see it. And she she takes the um, item and she takes her cape and she starts wiping at it. Yeah, She's so her elbow grease. This black soot comes off on your cape and the thing is just shiny, sparkly. And you see this, this faint glow. It, the thing is gold. But there's this faint pulsing glow of a blue and like a, a faded pastel pink and a faded kind of purple on the three lightning bolts that are on this emblem. They each are a different color. And they're all, they're all like, a, like three bolts, uh, two diagonally down and one straight up and down in the middle with these three colors on them. And they're just kind of got this slight little pulsing glow to them now. Oh. Well, is your cape magical? And I didn't know. N no, it's just cloth. Y you really don't know how to c clean things, do you? I mean, he just kind of presents himself, and he's sparkling clean. He's like, I know how to clean. All right. Without magic. Oh well. My mom used to make me every Sunday to clean the cottage with her, and it had to be spick and span, no magic. She said. That just sounds like a waste of time. <laughs> Either way, I appreciate it. Both for you for trying, I suppose. I guess. Uh, any any time. Uh, it's we're, I, we're here together. May I have it back, please? Do I want to give it back? <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you if if Gwyn wants to, there's no 
I know I've I've messed with you guys with this kind of stuff before, yeah. so I, I understand your question. But uh, no, what? there's no there's nothing that would hinder her from wanting to give it back. Okay. What what, what kind of thing is this anyway? I'm not really sure it's, exactly. It's really it's really pretty. Look at all the colors, and she hands it over to show him. I uh, I'm not. Yeah, it does look really nice now. I'm not really sure exactly what it is. I'm I've got an idea, and he goes and he. He grabs around in his bag and he pulls out an owl, owl feather and he starts searching around. He's like, oh, you guys don't have a, like a pearl, do you? Like if you had a pearl worth like, eh, say a hundred gold, I might be able to do something with it. I have a hundred gold and she just whims, just pulls it out. Well, I appreciate that, but <laughs> I, I need a pearl worth a hundred gold, not a hundred gold. I haven't, I haven't found, I don't know if we found many unusual gems on this round. I'm checking my spells. I have emerald gemstones, but I don't believe that's the same thing. Those are not piles. Of all the necklaces I have, I couldn't have a pearl necklace. I have an opalescent <laughs> oh, feldspar. <God>. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe later on I can try and figure out exactly what it is. But for now, I think we need some rest. All right. So if you guys are going to rest, how's that going to look? Uh, Jocks, are you keeping watch again? Yeah, um, I I still don't feel tired. You guys, I'll I'll wake someone up whenever whenever I I, I feel like I need some rest. I, I, I won't mind if I was that person. I, I haven't been able to keep watch for a while. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Once once I once I feel like I need to to lay down, I'll I'll let you know. Gwendolyn would probably face towards Joxer where she's laying at just because she doesn't feel comfortable going to sleep. She's going to act like she's asleep, but she's going to be watching him. Okay. Joxer. I'll I'll pull out um, spell slots and kind of do that same stuff because I know I can't see anything within a range so I'm just trying to get like a little bit of blind sight and I'm just kind of meditating while uh Okay, kind of and he gets uh, he gets thirty feet blind sight. Yeah, thirty. Okay, all right. Uh, somebody actually, I'll roll. No, no, no. Jocks are just roll a d twenty straight for me. Okay. All right. Don't. All right, that's a ten. Okay, so as you just kind of. Uh, sit and you concentrate and you begin to meditate you hear howling in the distance like the howling of wolves and they sound fairly close and unfortunately it's hard because they sound in front of you but then they also sound like they're behind you and Gwen you are hearing this too but it's got this these, these howls have this this echo to them it's like they're it's like the howl is bouncing around in this mist and it it's like it, it makes it very difficult to direct where these howls are coming from and it's very confusing and disorienting for you joxer it's actually make a concentration check so just yeah roll a roll a d20 i guess and add your constitution we'll do that Oh, that's actually really good. Uh, so that is going to be an 18. Okay. So you're able to kind of push away the, the sound of these this howling and continue your meditating and thinking and, and just trying to stay focused. Uh, Gwendolyn, though, you are hearing this and it's very disorienting. I would like you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Yeah, girl. Why? <laughs> or things for reasons. Nine plus four, 13. Okay, so you continue to lay down and try to rest, and you hear the howling. And I will say this Gwendolyn is repulsed. Usually, what? You, you hear wolves or a creature like that, and your th- first thought is, I wonder what they've got going on this afternoon. Let's go have a chat, right? That's what Gwen's going to say. Mm-hmm. But when you hear the sound of these, it is. It is a mind-numbingly disorienting sound. 
It is empty and a hollow just despair that comes over you as you hear them. There's no escape. They want one thing. It is only blood. It is only death. And you feel that as you hear the howling around you. And it makes it tough to sleep. And in fact, uh, your first thought goes to Dale and protecting him. Gwendolyn just sits up and goes straight to her bag and just rummages through her bag. She probably gets up so abruptly it might scare Joxer. I think with that 18, he's able to stay focused still. Okay, that's good. And then, um, Dale, Dale, and, oh, um, I pull Dale closer to me. Um, I don't think Gwendolyn's gonna sleep tonight. Um, so I see exhaustion in her future. Okay, so Gwendolyn continues to hear this howling. It goes on for several mm-hmm. hours. Kriggs and Davin, you sleep through it, I, I assume. And, uh, um, with this, go ahead. With, uh, with Gwendolyn moving, um, since she sat close to me, uh, regardless of what she will do. I'm I'm still not tired, Gwen. You I I will make sure that nothing nothing enters this this area. Are, are you sure? I, I don't mind. I just and she's like shaking. I, I don't just, mind watching. I, I can I can stay up if you want. I just you're you're welcome to watch with me. I just you can you can lean lean up against me if it makes you feel better. Um, Gwendolyn sits up and she's she's not you can tell that she's she's nervous or anxious, but it's not for herself. And she kind of just you see her squeezing the ever loving life <laughs> out of Dale. Um, but she just kind of nuzzles up next to you and just sits there and she's kind of heavily breathing yeah and you you can see that like my my eyes have been closed but i'm just kind of like holding uh holding spell slots kind of in like um meditative like pose with you know two hands in front of me and he's just kind of sitting there kind of alert um and and i kind of know more of where you're like leaning against me just because i can feel kind of like this kind of I don't know, kind of black and white vision is is kind of what I imagine of what I can see through through um, through spell slots. Okay. Uh, so, Gwen, as you sit there, Joxer's trying to pay attention to what's going on around him. Gwen, you sit there, and the darkness is just, it's overwhelming. It's claustrophobic to not be able to see anything around you. Mm-hmm. And the sounds are all around and, and so difficult to kind of keep uh, keep your mind just off of this this fear and the sound of this howling. I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Uh-oh. All oh, the rolls tonight. I was, I was going to say, can I assist by talking about breathing techniques of sorts? Oh, I pressed it. I rolled... A seven, so seven minus two, which is five. I tried. Roll a d100, please. Forty-nine. Okay. So, Gwendolyn, you... This is having a profound impact on you. And you begin to shut down a little bit in your mind. You begin to kind of push away the fear and this this being afraid that something's going to happen to Dale. It's just so overwhelming that the only way you feel like you can survive right now is to bury that as much as you can. And so you bury that and you push it down and this this overwhelming sense of apathy comes over you and 
you finally start to settle down a little bit and you don't feel so afraid because you barely care anymore what happens around you. You just, however it goes is how it goes. It is what it is. And that's where we're going to leave the episode. Oh my gosh. All right, speed round. Let's do this. Thank you for listening to this episodic installment of The Hired Swords. If you liked our show, tell a friend about us. And if you really liked our show, do us a favor and tell the world. Leave a review. If you want to keep up with us on all the behind-the-scenes goofs and gaffes, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Hired Swords. If you want to get yourself some loot, check out our merch shop at thehired.store. And if you want to join up on, in, on our uh, Discord <laughs> and chat with the cast... Uh, just find our pinned tweet on Twitter. Again, thank you for listening.